sit back, relax, and let the sissy whisper educate your soul. Hello, 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 my little sissies. How are all of you? Did you miss me? I know. I just kind of up and vanished for a couple of months, didn't I? Well, you know, that's what happens. What happened to me? I am happy to be back, though. I have to admit, I am extremely happy to be back. But what happened? I know everybody is kind of curious. What happened was COVID affected me. Um, the lockdown, being shut in, all that stuff, all the negativity, everything that was happening, it affected me more mentally and I just needed a break and I had this strange idea that maybe I should just retire and move on to a normal nine to five. So I did. Found a great job. Full benefits, 401k, all that stuff. Started it, got to the second month. Hated it, and I had to quit. Just just had to do it. So I missed all of my sissies, and I had to come back. I had to come back doing what I know how to do best, and here I am doing that. So it has taken a couple of months to set everything back up, revamp everything, get everything back the way I, go, I want it to go, and even add a few new things. So my website, ameliadivine.com, is completely revamped. I no longer do Skype. Skype has gotten very, very evil when it comes to adult work, and I really do not want to be involved in that drama. So if you do want to chat with me, you could text or chat with me through premium.chat. Um, that's listed on my website. Of course, you can also give me a call. You can go per minute. You can purchase... Um, call blocks. All of my content is still on clips for sale. It's also on night flirt and I'm back on I want clips. So those are slowly getting added back. I'm not exactly, it's not like my number one thing to work on. So I also revamped the sissywhisperer.com. I did and I'm so proud of it. It looks fantastic. That's where I will be um, blogging before each episode to kind of give you a heads up on what's coming up and what you see. I'm hoping to get guest bloggers. So the guest bloggers is open up to any sex workers and also to any of the ones who love sex workers. So if you want to be a guest blogger, just contact me and we'll see what we could do. And it's also going to be where I uh, officially or originally or square one or whatever you want to put where I upload all my podcasts, which will then, of course, distribute out to Spotify, Apple, Google, all of that fun stuff. So, yeah, I have been doing a lot. Been working to get my content back up and going. Right now, I'm only doing audio, but I do plan to start going back to doing some video as well. So, yes, you'll be able to see my beautiful face. Um, just haven't done it yet. I've had um, some craziness go around the house. My youngest moved out, moved up to Michigan, dear God. So I'm starting to get an empty nest here and we're going to be changing rooms or we're doing, hell, we're doing a fucking room roulette. I'm going from one room to another to another and yeah, it's just gonna, 
So it's going to be a while before I do videos, but I do plan on getting back on doing videos as well. So speaking of my Patreon and speaking of some audio and clips and all of that, I also want to say happy pride. Yes, happy pride to all of my sissies. And why do I say happy pride to all of my sissies? I know y'all sit there and think, wait a minute, this is just a fetish. It has absolutely nothing to do with pride. It's like, oh, dear heart. You belong under that rainbow flag, I promise you. Tell you what, look up the term queer, read it, and you'll find out that you fit very nicely in that little hole. <laughs> I do have some education on there about pride and why Sissy should be celebrating. I have that education uploaded to my Patreon. It is only on my Patreon. It is for all of my patrons that want exclusive content. And that exclusive content is going to include things like that, different education. So it's a good little 10-minute education audio for you to let you know why you should be celebrating Pride, the history of Pride, and why that rainbow flag does embrace you. So, in order to hear that, you have to join my Patreon. And let me tell you a little bit about my Patreon. I'm actually very excited to have a Patreon. I didn't know if I could because of the adult content, but, you know, doing a little research and reading and all of that stuff. And in fact, I think I tried to make a Patreon a couple of years ago and it was just like, no, we don't allow for adult content, blah, blah, blah. So, you know, fuck it. Didn't even try for it anymore, but um, I decided to give it a second go. I got everything set up, and I'm so very happy about it. So let me tell you a little bit about my Patreon. I'll explain the tiers to you. For tier one, it's only $1, and those are my true friends. I get y'all all the time telling me that you're a true fan, and you are such a fan. So now is your time to prove it. Have $1 a month. Join my Patreon and you can show me how much of a true fan you really are. Um, tier 2 is $5 and that's early access. You'll have early access to all of my episodes. So you'll get two days. You'll get these episodes, these podcasts, two days ahead of time before anybody else. And also, you'll be allowed to do any requests. If you want me to focus on a certain topic, if you want to you know, have me... If you want to vote on some certain topics, different things like that, you'll be able to speak with me and ask me, hey, will you work on this topic? Can we do that? You know, so tier two gives you early access and you are able to do requests. Tier three for $10, you get exclusive content. And that's where that pride video is located under, under, under my tier three. You get exclusive content. Now, that's not going to be just only educational video or audio it's also going to be some good fun fetish type audio it's going to be some videos and it's all going to be exclusive to patreon i won't have it anywhere else so if i just happen to put up a video of me walking around in heels doing a little bit of mm, smashing or playing or teasing or whatever you're probably only going to get availability to that on patreon so think about it then i also have some higher tiers tier four is fifty dollars and you can get everything from tier one two and three including exclusive 
custom requests. Yes, exclusive, meaning that whenever you ask me for a custom request through my tier four on Patreon, not only will I do it for you, but it'll be exclusive to you. Nobody else gets it. It doesn't get sold anywhere else. And darling, normally I charge you $100 for that, so think about it. But that's limited only to five Patreons, and you only get one exclusive request a month. And then there is Tier 5 for my VIPs who get everything, including one hour of a phone session with me. Yes. You get to talk to me for a whole hour just joining Tier 5. And that right there is limited to five Patreons. So you're going to have to grab it if you want it. But that's my Patreon, and I am very happy to have it up. And I expect all of my true fans who have been spouting that they're true fans to actually join for a dollar. I want to see if you really are a true fan. And we'll see where it goes from there. So, y'all excited? Playing post-COVID. I know. It's going to be some interesting topics here. It is time for post-COVID. Well, I got time. Like, I don't know. I don't know where that came from. But it is kind of going into post-COVID. And we have new norms. It's not going back to the way it was. You know it's not going back to the way it was. But COVID was just hell. It was hell. And so let's talk about how to get past it. Let's talk about how to, you know, live our life again. Because things happen, and we got to fix it. So until then, I'm going to get you a little bit of a word or two from Dr. Sue. So listen up to Miss Dr. Sue, give you a little bit of information about her, because you know I love Dr. Sue so much. And then we'll, we'll be right back, and we will jump on the episode, and we'll have a little bit of a surprise afterwards, too. Excited? Me too. <laughs> So tell us about us, Dr. Sue. Are you feeling confused about your kinks? Do you fantasize about your fetish and want to learn more? I'm Sue Storm. You might know me as Dr. Sue. If you're having issues with your kinks and fetishes, I'm here to help. If you love reading, you'll want to head to the DrSueReview.com, where you can find a myriad of articles, along with my entertainment audios and ways you can talk to me for a private session. Or, if you're more of a listener, you can pop over to InBedWithDrSue.com and listen to the over 100 podcast episodes with one that's sure to pique your interest. So check out TheDrSueReview.com and InBedWithDrSue.com. And now, let's get back to The Sissy Whisperer with Ms. Amelia Devine. Welcome back, and thank you, Dr. Sue. I've always been good friends with Dr. Sue, and every time I have a sissy that comes up to me asking about cuckolding or cuckolding relationships or anything, I always refer them to Dr. Sue. So if that is something that runs through your mind or any other type of fetish or type subjects, run to Dr. Sue. She can help you. All right, so playing post-COVID. This is not going to be a long podcast because I don't want to harp on this. We've had e enough harping and it has, it was a very long year. I'm not going to make it a very long podcast. So what I want to do is I'm going to just kind of touch on a few topics, give the best advice I could possibly give, 
Um, I want to read you a little surprise story, and then that's going to be it. So we're going to we're going to consider this podcast a kickoff to how we're going to be playing post COVID. All right. So 2020 kind of interrupted a whole lot of sissy training. Um, it interrupted sissies that are in training. It interrupted the fetish loving sissies. It basically interrupted any kind of um, slave master relationship. Uh, that wasn't a personal one-on-one relationship. It pretty much just kind of threw a big-ass wrench in everything. Um, I've had a lot of sissies that I've spoken to since I've been back from recovering from my uh, psychological issues. Uh, That sounds horrible. Mental issues, I don't know. (laughs) My slight bit of depression from 2020, that sounds better. Um... I've, t- I've spoken to many sissies since I've been back from my little 2020 hiatus. And, you know, they tell me the same thing. They tell me that um, it was interrupted and they kind of lost their flow. They lost their mojo. Um, when they had to start working from home, you know, roommates were there. Family was there. Kids were there. Um, it takes out that fun. And when you don't have that ability to indulge, it just kind of takes the fun out of it. A lot of sissies tend to indulge when they're on their business trips. Well, you know, you were there. Business trips got stopped. You know, you just didn't fly anywhere. You didn't go anywhere. You didn't really stay at hotels. Um, So a lot of the ability to even be able to indulge was taken away. A lot of real-time mistresses were no longer seeing um, subs, which makes sense. So, yeah, it was a huge-ass wrench thrown in everybody's system. All the way from sex workers to the brand newest sub you could think about. So you're not alone with it interrupting you. Sissies aren't the only ones that it interrupted. You know, there are lots of different types of training that subs go through. And, um, you know, that got interrupted. But the question that I have been asked a few times since I've been back is... um, Should you start over? Should you continue where you left off? Should I just say purge and fuck it? You know, because you're trying to find that mojo again. And these these are very relevant, smart questions to ask. And I wish I had a clear answer for you, but I don't because it always depends on the sissy. Um, I have a sissy that I talk to often and, you know, she's excited about having to work from home from now on because she doesn't have anybody else there. So she can dress more. She can, um, indulge more. She can just, you know, live as a sissy and everything is fine. Um, and then I have another sissy who has got a pretty big family, you know, and they're not able to do anything. In fact, I don't even think I've spoken with them on the phone. It's just been with small texts here and there. So, you know, they're like, you know, I just don't have the mojo. I just don't have the desire for it. I miss it, but I don't have the desire. And I understand that. And all I could do really is just support and, you know, give them that at least psychological fantasy enough to still be able to enjoy some of it. Because being a sissy, being feminized, being a sub is part of who you are. Our sexuality is part of who we are. 
And if we don't indulge in who we are, then of course we're going to lose ourselves. And we don't want to lose ourselves. You don't want to lose that part of you because for some of you, it's been repressed for so long and you finally got in touch with it and you don't want to lose it. For others, it's what you have um, been indulging in for so long. You don't want to lose that. So it's something that, you know, takes time to adjust and to figure out what you're going to do with it. Um, should you start over? Addressing that, uh, that really just depends. Now, there are some situations where you can start over and actually would be a good idea. Uh, for example, if you were an early sissy and you're just learning to adjust to panties and you're just, and you're learning to adjust to bras and panties and lingerie and all of that, but you ended up purging it all, you know, when 2020 hit, yeah, start over. It doesn't hurt. You know, look for your quiet time. Look for the ways that you could do it and indulge, find it, and start over. You had to do that to begin with. You had to find a way to be able to indulge in this whenever you first started. So, yeah, there's nothing wrong with doing that. You just had to find a different time or a different way or different days, you know, different weeks, whatever. You know, you have to do kind of a look at your situation and start over. And you could take the um, lessons that you learned and apply them. And you can see yourself grow faster, even grow into a type of sissy you didn't know you could be. Another good example of starting over too is if you're doing anal training and you've been say, you know, and if I've, I had this happen, bless her heart, I had this happen to one sissy. Um, we were in the middle of anal training with her when COVID hit and then I think she lost her job or got laid off or something. Um, but, you know, she gave me a call back when she saw me. I was back online. She's like, oh, mistress, let's let's start. You know, I have it here. And I'm like, honey, you can't start. I said, when was the last time you put in the plug? And she's like, oh, Cicely talked last, which was like four months ago. And I'm like, honey, you don't want to use the bigger one that we're at to start with. We need to go back down. Yes, that was disappointing. And it was a little bit of conversation with that. She didn't want to believe me. So, yeah, I was like, yeah, go ahead and stick that big one in. Let's see what happens. And, yeah, she didn't enjoy it. So, you know, if you're in the middle of anal training, yeah, start over. You, I, I, That's something you may want to do. Um, Purging and getting rid of it all, again, that's up to you. But as I've stated many, many times, when you purge and you try to make this vow that you would never do it again, the feeling still comes back. And the point of having a mistress or male or female dom is to help you keep that feeling under control. That's what we are here for. That feeling could start coming back and you're itching for it, you're wanting it, and all of that, and then all of a sudden you just run out there to the fucking piers of New York, and you're out there sucking every fucking cock you can get, and you're getting every fucking episode you could get, just because that feeling came back and you couldn't hold it anymore. 
<clears throat> before you purge and before you say, no, I'm not going to do this anymore. Talk to your trusted master or mistress. Talk to them. Not every time you visit them or talk to them has to be a call or has to be money, has to be a session. Talk to them. Let them know where you're at. Let them know what you're thinking. And work with them. You know, that's what we are here for. We are here to control you. And yes, that means control your orgasm. It means control your desires. It also means to keep you safe from yourself. That's why we're here, to keep you safe from yourself. So talk to us, work with us. Let's see what we could do. Because your sexuality, as I've already stated, is a part of you. And you're never going to get rid of it. You're never going to hide from it. So keep that in mind. Now, how to adjust to the new norm? Oh, dear God. You know, there's a lot of talk about the new norm. And I watch the talk about the new norm. I watch it on TV. I listen to NPR a lot. And I hear about the new norm. Um, I hear my friends talk about the new norm. And I almost laugh at it because... I don't have a fascination with Japan, but, you know, Japan's always um, intrigued me with how polite they are, how clean they are, how, um, you know, aware they are of others. And that's what's kind of happened here with the mask wearing, the glove wearing, the hand sanitizer, um, it's not being aware of yourself, it's being aware of others and being polite to others. And so I hear, I hear my friends and I'll talk about, oh, wearing masks, we're going to see that more often, it's going to be so weird. Yeah, because we just don't see it often, we never did, but I mean, is it a bad thing? Oh, hand sanitizer, everybody's going to have hand sanitizer now. Yeah. But is that a bad thing? Social distancing. You know, everybody's going to be social distanced. Nobody's going to be able to be near each other. Uh, yeah. But me, I have very much spatial awareness anyway. And the whole social distancing thing to me was just like, oh, thank God. Everybody has to get the fuck away from me. I can't stand it when people get in my personal space. So that's not the way we should be doing anyway. Um, so yeah, there's new norms out there and you're going to have to follow these new norms. Now, some of these new norms are going to affect you in ways you didn't know. For example, when you go to visit a real time dom, they might check your temperature. They might request that you be vaccinated. They might request that you be tested. Those are things that are just going to have to happen. Deal with it. Don't go searching around for a dom that doesn't require it. You accept what your dom, what your mistress requires. Because that's what she wants. She's keeping herself safe. She's keeping you safe. Um, sanitizing. Yeah, there's, there's sanitizing that should already be done in the kink community. You motherfuckers know about dishwashers and toys. We all know that. So... 
why is it such a big deal to add sanitizing into this new more new norm? Hmm. Condoms. Yes, we're going to have more condoms. Deal with it. Barebacking is not what you should be doing in the first place unless you are doing it with a trusted person. You shouldn't just be out there getting barebacked by every Tom, Dick, and Harry. You know better. I'm sure most of you are alive during the 80s. Hello. So, but condoms are going to be a new norm. Even with people that you trust, deal with it. Make it condoms on those toys more often now. Yeah, just how it goes. This is it. This is our new norm. I think a lot of it will fade. I mean, it. I don't think a lot of it's going to stay. I think, you know, eventually it's going to become, you know, somebody wears a mask, great. If somebody doesn't, great. I don't see us becoming as self-aware of others as Japan is. Just because, you know, me living in the States, it's America, and by God, we don't give a fuck, you know, whatever. But yeah, so the new norms, I think a lot of them are going to stay. I think we're going to end up finding our little happy medium in a lot of things. But whatever your master, mistress, dom requires for your new norm accept it because it's not being done because they're being a dick that is being done to protect you and protect themselves very simple and you should have high respect for that so overall you know thinking about how 2020 was all the things we went through our tiger king phase the whole everybody on zoom you know we made it we survived it we did it a lot of people didn't survive it now we're in 2021 we're halfway through and all of us are tiptoeing all of us are walking on eggshells and that's good what my advice while you're walking on these eggshells to be honest the biggest advice I could give is be honest talk to somebody talk to others that are in the kink community with you talk to your master mistress talk to you know get on fet life and join groups and talk to them when you go to munch parties you be very careful get fucking vaccinated get vaccinated let's say nothing new Get vaccinated. Don't be a dick. Get vaccinated. There's a lot of reasons to be afraid of the vaccinations. I completely understand, especially my sissies of color. Um, I do know that there's a huge reason to be terrified of the vaccinations, but I also do know a lot of sissies that have died from this. And I don't want to see anybody else. All right, so that's my story. That's how I'm sticking to it, and we're moving on. So like I said, now that I have covered all the depressing, sad parts of how to play post-COVID and giving you advice and all of that, I do have a very beautiful high note to land on.
I put up on my Reddit um, asking if anybody was having a hard time trying to play post-COVID, how post-COVID treated them, you know, any stories and all of that. And one of my Reddit users, Sissy Bitch Ali EJ or Ali J, um, came back with a wonderful story that was just amazing. And I wanted to share it with all of you to give us that stepping stone off into post-COVID world. So here's her story. I used the lockdown to work on myself, both body and mind. After losing my job due to COVID, I thought it was the perfect time to make a switch to a job that was more suitable for a sissy slut like myself. I went from a very masculine line of work in auto body to cleaning. This made it possible for me to wear female clothes to work and not hide them underneath. Women's jeans, women's tops to accentuate my feminine body along with a bit of makeup every day. I found myself much more calm in everyday life and pretty much began to live as a woman 24-7. I found life much easier in nearly every aspect and loved it. Since I was living as a woman, I figured I would start shaving daily from head to toe, wearing nail polish on my fingernails and toes, and of course, training my sissy pussy by riding my dildos and plugging my pussy daily as well. Co-workers looked at me as did the workers where I cleaned. Some were taken aback while others didn't care. I was so obvious, it was so obvious to anyone with any knowledge of sissies that I was one. Neighbors began noticing as well, which I didn't mind. I felt so natural and I was finally 100% comfortably in my own skin. People that have known me for years saw that my body had changed along with the fact that I wore makeup these days. I lost so many so-called friends, and that's fine. I don't want to be around people that can't be that I can't be my true self around anyway. I also noticed that the more I rode my dildos, the more feminine I became, and more intense my sissygasms became. Such a liberating experience. Now that the lockdown is pretty much done and the weather is nice. I'm back to cruising the parks and the adult bookstores in my area, along with servicing a couple of married regulars I've met when they message, need, message needing a mouth to use. This also has helped my wife deal with the fact that she is married to a sissy bitch who is her bitch and who absolutely loves cock. I feel as though life is just beginning again, so blessed and honored. A great little uptick. And what I loved about it is that you heard the whole story until it got down to the last couple of lines. And it says, this also has helped my wife deal with the fact that she is married to a sissy bitch. So I'm sure all of y'all were sitting there thinking as you heard the story, ah, oh, well, she lives on her own. She doesn't do that. She has got the ability. She doesn't work hurting anybody's feelings. Ah, well, you know, she's married. Obviously still married. So there you go. I really did want to end it on a high note. Thank you so much, Sissy Bitch Allie J, for giving me that high note to end it on. And like I said, I wasn't going to harp on this too terribly much because it's not exactly the most positive podcast, but that's how life goes. You don't get 
happy-go-lucky positivity every single day. But I love my sissies and I wanted to present this going forward now that the sissy whisperer is back from her mental vacation and I can't wait to talk to all of my sissies again. And that's it for the sissy whisperer. Thank you to all of my sissy girls, perverts, and freaks for listening. Make sure you subscribe and share my podcast wherever you can. Also, don't forget to join my Patreon. It helps so much with keeping the podcast going, which I do the podcast all by my lonely little self. So yes, be a Patreon. You can help me out with that. So remember, pull up those panties, plug that pussy, and sissy swish your way through this world. Toodles.